0: Let me tell you about uh, Rough Greens. You owe it to your dog to do your best to make sure he's happy and healthy throughout his life. It's the responsibility that comes with the privilege of of having a dog. How do you do it? How do you keep him happy and healthy? We do it with uh, Dr. Dennis Black's Rough Greens. Rough Greens is all natural. It's really, really good. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants. You just sprinkle it on your dog's food and uh, and watch the difference in your dog. For Uno, the first thing we noticed was he would eat, and he loved it. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. ruff com slash Beck. Or call 833-GLEN33. 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Roughgreens.com slash
1: Beck.
2: entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Hello, Erica. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Here's the best news I could say today. It's Friday. We begin in 60 seconds. Barbara wrote in about her experience with relief factories, she said I was hit by a car as a pedestrian and I had to learn how to walk again. I was always in pain after that, but since I've been taking Relief Factor, I have found the relief I needed. I'm no longer in pain. Thank you so much, Relief Factor. Barbara, I am really glad that you're up and walking again and doing well with your pain. Uh, It is a miracle for so many people, Relief Factor. Would you just see if it works for you if you're in pain? Three-week quick start, 1995, developed... Uh, by doctors so it doesn't whack you out but it's all natural it's a trial pack now thousands have ordered relief factor and about 70 percent of them go on to order more month after month get the three-week quick start for 1995 it's relieffactor.com relieffactor.com or one 800 for relief well hello uh Stu, how are you glenn how are you? Glad you could make it in today, and uh, you know you weren't uh, you weren't hassled at the border or anything.
2: You just came right through. So uh, I'm a citizen of the United States. Glenn, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. born here, sure, yeah, born and bred right yeah. here in America. Sure, sure, mm-hmm. sure.
0: Uh, title 48 is uh, done, and uh, no big deal. Wow, they already got rid of tw- Title
2: 48 it's oh, so soon sucked. after Title 42 went away. That's a real <laughs> sorry. It's a real problem. We're yeah, moving too is. fast to these titles. I know, mm-hmm. I know. I mean, six ahead. We went from Title 42 back to Title 8, which may wow. have been why you... Uh, just two more than six. <laughs> that's, that's a great point. <laughs> that's the sort of border analysis you're going to get on today's program.
0: It's <laughs> really pretty pretty accurate. Yeah. yeah. Pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, Todd Benzman coming on uh, a little later on of the
2: program. I love this because the the media today has been like look relative calm at the border. That's yeah. that's been their pitch so far. Uh-huh. Uh, this this big idea that there's going to be lots of people crossing the border. We don't see any signs of mm-hmm. it. It's 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 relative calm. Mm-hmm. It's like well first of all there there are plenty of signs that people are still crossing. But when when you think like let's say you had an amusement park Glenn. Yeah, Glenland. Mm, Glenland. And Glenland. And you got let's say maybe some messages on social media that a bunch of teenagers were going to come right at opening and rush the gates and come through the turnstiles without paying. Mm-hmm. And you're like, all right, we got to do something about this. How about this? We go out two hours before opening and just let them all in. Is that solving the problem? I'm just, well, i just a good. Well, I mean, they didn't rush the gates at opening. That's true. You did solve right, that problem. Right. They're all inside, though. And that seems to be uh, what I was concerned about. I wasn't really concerned about, hey, there's too many to process in this short period of time. I was worried about them coming in illegally. Mm-hmm. But maybe I have a different concern than the administration does. Well, here we have a, uh, here we have a couple of clips
0: uh, here from the border. Um, let's see. Here's uh, Todd Benzman. He's taking some footage down the border. Uh, here are the migrants in the water. They're, they're struggling in the water. Uh, they're up to their heads in the water, and they're like, hey, maybe this wasn't such a great idea. But uh, there they are, coming across the river, which is That's the relative nice. calm right there. Yeah, right. People right. Almost, drowning almost drowning
2: under uh, not only a layer of, of, of a lot of water, but a layer of foliage as well. <laughs>
0: so here is, uh, now here's the Texas National Guardsman. On the other side of the uh, the treacherous water. Okay, so now it looks like the first ones are out of the buck
2: and uh, will very shortly be confronting <laughs> Texans.
0: We'll see what they do. <laughs> it's being shot from the obviously the Mexicans. The Texas National Guard standing there. Waiting.
1: These guys do not seem in a big hurry
0: to uh, get up there and uh, confront. Not really sure what they expected. Uh, This is their second crossing; they were repelled already
1: (laughs) once.
0: The
2: border looks nice and clean, and just look at that. This is one of the big things: is they. There's just wet clothes all over the border, <laughs> because they go through the, the river, and then they take their clothes off, and I guess get into dry clothes. Some people, there's some reports that the border agents are like, we're not, we're not, not going to transport you in all your wet clothes, so just leave them here. So that's what their defense is. Mm. Oh, they told us to take them off, oh, okay. but it's just the entire border is littered. That, that rule you follow. That one they follow. That one you follow. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. The wet clothes rule. Right. You ever, right. You ever get out of a pool, and then you're coming, you got you to go into your car? I mean, you don't want that to happen. Too many wet clothes in the United States. That's the real issue here. So uh, CNN
0: uh, had a guest on that was talking about the border uh, last night. Cut six.
1: I think it is important for people to understand the reason why there's such a rush of immigration uh, is is not driven by Joe Biden. It's driven by very difficult circumstances in South and Central America. Uh, But how you handle people at the border does matter. The U.S. has to get this situation Mm. under control. Mm. Mm -mm.
0: Oh, I think that's a, just wonderful, wonderful. And it has nothing to do with Title uh, 42 ending. Uh, here's cut seven. So, Mike. Were you
2: aware of Title 42 and that they were going to open the border com- uh, like before the pandemic? Sí, sí, sí. Por sí? uh, bueno, eso viniste, but that's why you came? Claro, igual que mucha gente. Yeah.
1: Mm.
2: Okay, well, thank you. Gracias, muchas gracias. Y suerte con tu viaje, Pedro. Uh, Pedro, it represents a lot of the stories here, the migrants that we're uh, hearing on the streets. Uh, so many uh, officials here have told us they are ready for what's coming next, projecting an air of confidence. Sarah, only time will tell if they're right. Yeah. Sarah. Yeah.
0: Interesting to note that he was well aware of Title 42 uh, coming down. That's what a lot of people are are worried about. Hmm. That's weird. Isn't it, Stu? Hmm. I wonder if he knew about Title 48.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's... The, <laughs> that, that, no, they never they heard so. word one about Title 48. Right. That's the problem.
0: Now, uh, apparently, all of these things are just part of Republican fiction. Here is House Minority Leader uh, Hakeem Jeffries.
1: As is often the case with my extreme MAGA Republican colleagues, Ugh. they create a fictional argument uh-huh. around what's happening at the border and then actually do nothing to solve the real problem. And that is exactly what the Child Deportation Act is all about.
2: Mm. They uh, passed a bill yesterday. That's they're doing nothing, Mm. I guess. They passed a bill yesterday to try to help the problem. I mean, the issue, of course, is that the left isn't going to go along with with the bill that they passed. Well, it's because they uh, they wouldn't follow the uh, directions
0: of the elites on the left that know the right answer. I mean, it's very logical, Stu. You just do what the left says and you're going to get things
2: done. That is the way they work. That's the Obama-era bipartisanship in action. Yes. He wants to work with Republicans. Right. Okay. As long as you do what I say, we're going to be fine. Yeah. It's like, you know, the Yankees want to work with the Red Sox, as long as the Red Sox will just allow them to score all the runs they want to score. Amen. Perfect. What's the problem? Why wouldn't you go along with that arrangement? Right. You're acting as though there's a problem with <laughs> yes, that. Yes, I am. Yeah. I am. Yeah. That's not how this works ha. at all. It's not how any of this works. Well, yeah. it's good to put up a weak little
0: fight, you know, uh, just just to, you know, show like the you you are like the Republicans, you just put up a weak little fight mm-hmm. and like, hey, we shouldn't
2: do that. And I'm, then just move on. I'm pretty upset about this. You know, the <laughs> people uh people look at the Biden performance since he walked into office and they might say, Hey, He's been terrible at everything, and that's true. That's a good point. Uh, he has really been awful at everything he's touched. Okay. However, what people don't realize is his least popular category has been the border. Even be it was even below Afghanistan. Uh, that's it. That one he really screwed up. the bo- The border has been an ongoing catastrophe since. The day he walked into office, and I don't know, I find that to be a, a bit objectionable. I know it's not the popular thing to, to say these days, um, but I think it's a problem. Uh, you know, let me, uh, if you look at the Trump numbers for crossings, this mm-hmm. is it, for apprehensions at the southwest border. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trump was, uh, for the you know, first couple of years, was about thirty to 40,000 per month. Now, I might say that's too many. OK, well, and you might say that's too many and you might say Donald Trump was really good at talking about the border and he was he was right on the border. We didn't get all the policy victories we were hoping for during the Trump administration. However, as you might note, there are still a couple of minor stretches without walls on the right you know a thousand miles or so sure uh, that are, and we have mm-hmm. the republicans to thank for that uh yeah i think yeah. i i would agree yeah I, the i would agree that the republicans uh, and the democrats are to blame for for that well yes but the republicans uh you know they were a little smushy a little smushy a little smushy a little smushy and this goes back longer than just the trump administration Correct. as you might note mm-hmm. so but still That's relative calm on the border. That's what Mm -hmm. I would say. Relative calm on the border. 30, Mm. 40,000 crossing per month. Okay. Okay. At one point, Barack Obama said a thousand people crossing per day is a a crisis. crisis. So that's about 30,000 a month. Correct. Okay. But we, let's just be crazy and say that's the relative calm. So, during the Trump administration, it did go up to hit about 50,000 and had that one peak. If you remember covering this mm-hmm, in 2019, mm-hmm. there was a real peak. It went up above 100,000 for a couple of months mm-hmm. and then peaked at about 140,000, which was really, really insanely high. It was when every news story that you'd view would be about the border and how Trump was separating families and blah, 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 You remember Correct. that coverage? Oh, I do. Now, I do. That was 140,000 a month. Now... Mm-hmm. After that it immediately came way down right came back down to about forty thousand got it then the pandemic hit went down even lower to huh. about twenty thousand can you can I ask you a question mm-hmm. when it was at hundred and forty
0: were there any like Soros or UN uh,
2: NGOs that mm. were were working, yeah, on the, working hard. They were they, really, you know what, to try to stop it. Donald Trump was creating jobs uh, in right. NGOs that mm. George Soros funds, right? And uh, <laughs> and they were all strangely, all those jobs were in Mexico mm. on the border. Yeah, yeah. Now the, you remember the caravans yeah, that were uh-huh. crossing. That's, I do. What, that's what that 140,000 okay. crazy times. It was all over the media all the time.
0: Yeah. Then it comes down. Well, except for the caravans that were being. Ordered organized by leftists right. i mean they talked about the caravans but they left out the organized by the left
2: we were playing the clips of the people yeah. who did organize them. Yeah. Uh, that yeah the left was not was right not playing yeah so okay so you're 30 40 000, it drops down again during the pandemic mm-hmm. and stays relatively low starts to ramp up after uh you know uh the uh the comeback after right. covid sure. so we go into 2021 and uh joe biden takes over at about 75,000 a month his first month hmm. His second month it's over 100,000 hmm. now remember the peak, still not as bad the crazy month was 140,000 in the trump administration damn donald trump so month one 75,000 for so, biden yeah huh? month two 100,000 right month three 175,000 okay that's just month one and month two put together and a little bit more and a little that's bit more all it is so that's month three month four went up again Month five went up again. He's doing a great job. Hmm. It keeps going up. And it keeps going up. And then it crosses 200,000. 200,000. And then it stays up there for a little bit. Drops way down. Now, remember, we had a drop after after the peak... Sure. This is just a, You remember, this is when they were saying, this is just a seasonal peak. Seasonal peak. This, this happens, they Correct. come and go. And, so and it then, did happen once with Donald Trump. It went up to 140,000, then came back down to 30,000. Right. So did that happen again here? No, it came all the way back down to 160,000. 160,000. That's higher than the highest uh-huh. of Trump. We should also know. But it was going also down. Also Barack Obama and also George a- W. Bush. So it did come down, though, to 160. See? Unfortunately, then it went back up. And then Two. it crossed 200,000 again. Uh-huh. And then it cro- went to 225,000. Do I hear 250? D- you 250. not, not yet. Give me 250, not yet. 250. That's 240 240 240. 240. 240, 240. 240. We and got 240. Do down. I hear 250? It was seasonal. The 240,000 a month, which is yeah. almost double. because it was, because any it was month. like Christmas or another holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is double every single month sure. of the Trump administration, okay. with the exception right. of that one. But I don't hear two fifty. No, you don't. You don't, because it came back down after that to two hundred thousand again. 200. 200. So the, that that that's the new. Do I hear one ninety? The bottom the was 60,000 more than the peak at the Trump administration. Okay. Right. But then it went up again uh-huh. 225, 220 230, 230, 235, 255. Do I hear 55? Do I hear 60? <laughs> oh, no, not, <yet. laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not till this month. Okay. Uh, then it did come down to about 200,000 again. Okay. So we are So now, it's
0: not always a quarter of a million people coming in every not month.
2: Not every single month. Not no. every month. Now. To be fair, it is much more than 250,000 because these are apprehensions. Don't include the people who got away that we know about, which are hundreds of thousands more. And the people that we just crossed and we never caught at all, which of course is tens and thousands more than that. So you're saying we have a shot of two to three million every year. Oh, I think it's going to be more than that. I think we're I think probably realistically right now we're at 400,000 a month. And that's before Title 42 goes away. Now, wow, that's great. Now, my point I mean, think of walking, all the new
0: you, cities that we can be we can build. Think of all the new cities we can build. Yeah. We can build. I mean, just in just in 1 year we have 5 million people. I mean, that's that's bigger than some of our biggest cities. That's, that's There you go. Bigger than Like, Houston, what's Houston at? I know. Dallas, what's Dallas at? We could have an entirely new city just of illegal aliens the size of Dallas and Houston. Maybe even, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping, because we got another year to go, maybe even the size of Los Angeles. All just illegal immigrants every year. Every year. Oh,
2: what a great idea! We are going to be so we are so popular. And I will point out that these levels, right, even right now, mm. are seven and eight times the level that Barack Obama said was a crisis. Right. Okay. So, but no. But this is my point of this of going through all of this is to mm-hmm. tell you that this has been an ongoing crisis. No, it's fictional. Ever since he walked into office, this is not a new thing. Just because the media has decided to roll around and ta- start talking about this over the past couple of weeks, this has been going on the entire time and causing massive problems the entire time. And his approval rating for the border is, is sometimes in the 20s because of it. This is a major deal. And, and the fact that the media is finally waking up to actually put some of these images on the screen is may probably I, a good thing. But May I just say...
0: What most listeners are saying in their head right now, don't doesn't matter. Nothing's going to be done about it. Now, turn that frown upside down. <laughs> okay. Because there is a way to uh, change things. There is a way. And I'll tell you about it in 60 seconds. Jason wrote in about his dog's experience with rough greens. Says Ginger loves rough greens. She's four years old, can be a very picky eater sometimes. But with rough greens, she eats all of her food immediately and she has more energy and is more regular. I don't really want to talk about the rate. Keep it coming, rough greens. I want to keep her eating healthy. Sounds to me like Ginger has pretty much started enjoying rough greens right out of the gate. Will your dog? My dog did. Loves it. Dog food is dead food that's why there's rough greens you sprinkle it on the food and it's a supplement and it's full of vitamins minerals probiotics antioxidants all the things that are going to make your dog healthy and happy and they have a special deal for you you just go to roughgreens.com back and get your first bag free it's free all you pay for is shipping just go to roughgreens.com slash back or call 833 glen 33 ruffgreens.com slash back or 833 glen 33 call them today 10 seconds station id I mean, I was lying. Like, I didn't really have it. I mean, you don't think they're going to remember a minute later that I said, right? <laughs> they're not going to remember that I said that. No, I, so I do A it. minute later, they goldfish. No, here is some good news for you. And I'm going to start in kind of the fiery hell part of it. But there's good things on the other side. Here it is. Last week, we learned in 2020, a whistleblower filed a complaint with the FBI alleging that Joe Biden had taken bribes from foreign governments to influence our policy, right? House Oversight Committee issued a subpoena to obtain that report. Well, the other day, the FBI told Congress to go screw themselves. We're not handing over the documents. Let me repeat that: the FBI is refusing to comply with a congressional subpoena to hand over evidence that would prove Biden has been compromised by foreign agents. Okay, I don't know if you've noticed, but our country's a little corrupt. Same thing happening on the border. We we found out yesterday that the DHS under Biden is coordinating. all of the trips across the river with the Mexican government. Okay, you can send some more over. So, let me see. We have that going on and nobody seems to pay a price. Then, we have the Marine who has just been charged in New York. He had to turn himself in because he choked out the homeless guy. The DA is charging him with murder. I don't know. I'm a little um hmm. I'm a little done with all of this. So we've been talking about it and uh we've been talking to uh lawyers and constitutional sch- uh, scholars and there is a way for you to hold the Bidens and everyone else accountable. And we're all going to need to work together to make it work. Next Thursday evening, uh May 18th, I'm going to explain The actions that you can take to ensure that Biden and all of this corrupt, these corrupt politicians actually get the reckoning they deserve constitutionally, legally, and in a court of law. Interested? Join me next week.
2: The Glenn Beck Program. Well, it's the final week, final day, geez, for uh, today and tomorrow, I guess, maybe for Genucel's Mother's Day sale. Now, honestly, you could get work done in your face to look younger, but why would you do that when you have Genucel? Here's a real review from Genucel customer Claire. She says, I absolutely love Genucel. My skin feels so good, tighter, younger, with a more even tone, and I used it only for a week. My advice to everyone take a before picture and it's true nothing works like genucell it's a recipe that's been around for a long time 20 over 20 years made by a compounding pharmacist in small batches they're always safe cruelty free and natural the choice is clear genucell is amazing skincare, and you're going to want to try it right now go to genucell.com back save over 70 percent off genucell's most popular package during their mother's day sale featuring their ultra retinol and dark spot corrector don't wait go to genucell.com slash you can get a complimentary spa essentials box with every package order plus a free upgrade to priority shipping and delivery by mother's day go to genucell.com slash beck mother's day is sunday it's coming up shut up genucell.com slash beck it's g-e-n-u-c-e-l.com slash
0: beck hey you fed up we're giving you 30% off. This is our biggest savings ever. Join the Blaze now. 30% off. Blaze TV. Promo code FEDUP. All right. He's on. Oh, boy. He's lucky got a word right before we get what we're going on that mike lee might be a little bit late and i'm like you tell him we're not on mormon standard time which is usually five minutes late because you've got 18 kids that you're trying to get into the back of the van um but he's on time mike lee welcome
1: how are you sir doing great and whether or not i was going to be in on time was never in doubt. Never, in, never doubt, in doubt, never in doubt. Hey, I've
0: got three things I want to talk to you about. First of all, well, actually four, but I want to, I, we've got about 10 minutes, so I want to see if we can get all of it in. Impossible task. Uh, first of all, your thoughts on
1: the border. Look, um, the border is an unbelievably intense state of crisis. I've spent two years of my life on the U.S.-Mexico border. I know that people who, suffer most from these border crises are recent immigrants themselves, the poorest of the poor. Look, the expiration of title 42 doesn't have to prove disastrous, but, but it it will prove disastrous unless secretary Mayorkas.
0: He says he's done everything he can. That
1: is absolute malarkey. Absolutely. So when
0: is anybody going to go
1: after him
0: and impeach him? We've talked about this. Is there a chance
1: of that? Well, yeah, I, I, look, I've been calling for his impeachment I uh, know. for many weeks now be, because he's refused to enforce the border. A, and he still could enforce the border. If, if he were to start detaining asylum seekers, crossing our southern border until their claims are adjudicated, which the law already requires, Glenn. Title Eight uh, of the, the U.S. Code already requires this. And then immediately repatriating those who can't be detained based on a lack of detention facility bed capacity. That would fix it. It would fix it almost immediately.
0: We have 400,000. We have 400,000 people coming across our border this month. This month, we we have millions that have come in now since Biden got in enough to build, you know, like the fifth or sixth largest city in America. And we're expecting this not to change our culture we our kids don't know american history now you're bringing people in who don't know american history how do we expect to remain america unless people in congress begin to act and hold these people accountable
1: uh it'll be very very difficult for us to do that which is why it's Absolutely essential that we take those steps right now. And, and look, uh, the, the White House and, and the Department of Homeland Security have known for a really long time that this day was fast approaching and they've refused to fix the problem, even though they have the tools to do it under existing law. <laughs> but in, in the meantime, you've got these international drug cartels don't want uh, the Department of Homeland Security to enforce the law and protect the border. Why? Well, because they're making billions of dollars. Uh, uh, making billions of dollars specifically off of the Biden administration's refusal to enforce the law. Okay,
0: Mike, let me let me switch uh, real quick. I just want to ask: Does the president have the right to just change the uh, debt limit on his own?
1: On no planet does the president of the United States have the authority to just. And just if he it.
0: tries to do that, what are the
1: consequences? Well, if he tries to do that um that is an impeachable offense if he just openly flouts the law just disregards it and says i don't have to and and does so based on this extremely flawed theory that the 14th amendment somehow renders it unnecessary look he didn't take that position in 1984 when he said, I'm not going to vote to raise the debt ceiling under President Ronald Reagan because uh, there's nothing in there that um, you know, adequately controls the debt. Mm-hmm. He didn't raise it then. He didn't raise it in 2011 right. when he is vice president of the United States, was negotiating a debt ceiling package. This theory is science fiction fantasy. His okay. own people know it. Whether he knows it or not, I, I, I don't know. So, but he can't do this. We, we have several
0: um, problems going on right now all at once. And one of them is that the government just makes up things. They just make up new laws. We have people, ATF is coming to people's doors and saying, uh, we know that you purchased this. How they know? I don't know. We know you purchased this. You need to turn it over now. Uh, you won't be in any trouble if you just turn it over right now. The ATF is just changing the laws. Um, There was uh, uh, we we had you on recently about the rule of lenity, but we never got to it. Is is there anything to stop these uh, agencies from just making laws that they have no right to do?
1: There is. And let me tell you about it. It is a beautiful coincidence. This ties directly into what we're doing. On the debt ceiling, the House passed bill that deals with the debt ceiling contains among other provisions something called the Reins Act. Yes, it contains a provision saying that any time an executive branch agency makes up a law, it can't just kick in automatically. Congress has to affirmatively enact it into law, which is why uh, of all the great provisions in there in, in that bill that was passed by the House, which saves about a trillion dollars in year one alone five trillion dollars over the next 10 years the reins act may well be the single most important because it'll safeguard not only our financial future by allowing economic growth to occur but it will also safeguard our liberty by prohibiting stupid laws like those you've referred to just a moment ago not passed through the constitutional process but by unelected unaccountable bureaucrats it'll put congress in charge of that now congress won't always make the right decision but when it make the wrong decision, the American people will kick us out. Correct.
0: And this you you feel like this has a chance of passing.
1: Absolutely. It has a chance of passing because, look, here's the deal. I, I, I led the Senate Republican conference in putting together this letter to Majority Leader Chuck Schumer stating our collective commitment to oppose raising the debt ceiling without substantive spending and budget reform. Correct. And so in the Senate, you can kill any bill if you've got 41 senators, any group of 41 senators opposing it. We've got 43 who signed my letter. We've got two more who have agreed to support basically the same thing. We've got a total of 45. We only needed 41 to stop a clean debt ceiling increase. If we will stand behind what the House passed and, and insist that at a minimum the Rains Act be in there, it'll, it'll be in there. I mean, you know, I, I
0: will tell you, Mike. Even if you fudge on the uh, debt ceiling, and you don't get all the cuts you wanted, having the Rains Act may be may be uh, worth all other sacrifices.
1: I, I I believe one could make that argument. And Glenn, I, I, if a if a genie appeared to me and said, "You can pass any bill just magically." Uh, that has been introduced in Congress and is now pending. It probably would be the RAINS Act for the very reason you described.
0: Let me explain it again for for people who have not heard of the RAINS Act. The problem we have right now is we are ruled by experts, and all kinds of bills have passed and said, you know, this is, uh, you know, this is the, this is the health care bill. But what it really means will be decided by the secretary, and so the agency makes all of the laws the ATF can just say, you know what? We're saying that this gun is now illegal because we have the power. Well, they don't have the power. The RAINS Act takes all of that power and makes it very, very clear it belongs to Congress and it it guts these federal agencies of their powers to make new laws and rules, which is gigantic. Gigantic.
1: Enormous. And you know, in, a, in an odd twist of irony, Franklin D. Roosevelt, when he was Governor Franklin D. Roosevelt in the early 1930s, governor of the state of New York, once gave a speech in which he, he said, "I've concluded that if tyranny ever comes to America, it will come in a form of soft tyranny in which we're led around by experts, Correct. masterminds, who will purport to know what's best for us at every moment. And it will also come about only when all power is concentrated in the federal government. Kind of uh, eerily descriptive of yeah. some of the things we're dealing with today. Right, and we've got to take that power back as the Constitution requires it. And really
0: interesting that he would do that when he started a lot of these agencies and gave them so much
1: power. He's the one who set this whole thing in motion. Yeah. Well,
0: well got- let's give uh, let's give uh, Papa Wilson. Uh, A nice tip of the hat
1: too. Look, there's no question. Woodrow Wilson was the worst president in American history, (laughs) the first president ever openly contemptuous uh, toward the Constitution. But with Wilson, we had a Supreme Court who pushed back on him hard enough that he didn't get very correct. FDR came along and kind of finished the job. Yeah, and. That's yeah. where why we are where we are today one more
0: thing because i can't I can't get you uh, on the air for a second time where I wanted to talk about the rule of lenity and not at least get a 30 second answer on the rule of lenity what is that
1: okay the rule of lenity says that when there is an ambiguity in a criminal statute uh, that he, the the courts will interpret that statute in a way that is more generous toward the would be defendant, either the defendant or if it's a civil case, trying to ascertain the meaning in advance toward the would be criminal defendant. And so, so, so let me ask you: so,
0: if I have, let's say, I had a, oh, uh, uh, a, a, a one of those uh, braces, pistol brace for your for yep. your arms, okay? That the the ATF said for ten years they're totally legal. Now they change it. And now they're making people uh, felons if you don't turn them in or whatever. Um, Well, wouldn't the rule of lenity say, well, no, wait a minute. You're confused because you just said that it was fine and you said it for a long time. Now you're changing your mind. So you don't really have the right to declare that this is a felony because you're confused yourself on what's legal and not. Correct.
1: Yes. Yes, that is exactly right. And that is essentially what the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Sixth Circuit held in a recent case called Hardin versus ATF.
0: So wait, wait, wait. Why doesn't that work with income tax? Because everyone says we don't really know what the law is. Some people say this. Some people say that. Well, why doesn't the rule of lenity um, protect you then?
1: The, the, there are instances in which the rule of lenity could be invoked uh, with respect to the Internal Revenue Code. But you're never going to get one that applies to the entire code. You might get such a ruling with regard to a specific provision of that. Uh, but um, it's not always invoked, and when it is invoked, it doesn't always prevail. I'm glad that it did oh. prevail in this uh, in this hardened ATF case in the 6th Circuit. Okay.
0: Uh, Mike, thank you so much. Keep up the hard work. Talk to you again thank soon. You, you bet. Good Bye-bye. Uh, the thing you need to take away from this interview is you watch for the RAINS Act. When they're negotiating, you've got to call your Senator and your Congressman and s- strengthen their spine and say to Congress, thank you for supporting this. Thank you for putting that in the bill. Do not allow that to be cut. I, We can disagree on this, but I really, truly believe that's more important than another raise of the debt ceiling. Go ahead. Raise the debt ceiling. That's a horrible idea. It is awful. However, if you get the RAINS Act, you can begin to cut all of these things through Congress. They'll have some control over these agencies, and that's what's causing tyranny of these agencies. Back in just a minute. This week, we move towards Mother's Day, and I want you to consider contributing to an organization that cares deeply, deeply for mothers. It is called Preborn. Preborn clinics are uh, pro life clinics, but they are the clinics that everyone on the left says they don't exist, that nobody cares about the mom. Nobody cares about the baby after. You just want to have these babies, and then who's going to take care of them? Well, Preborn. Preborn is. Exactly what they say doesn't exist. They exist exist to offer love, life, and support to expecting mothers who are scared and alone. They feel like they're, they're pressured into this. They have no other choice. They rescue babies from abortion every day by providing moms free ultrasounds, letting them see the person inside their body and hear that precious heartbeat. And it works. And then they go on to help the mom and the child for like the first two years. I've met the mothers that this is changing lives and saving lives. The ultrasound costs $28. The cost of a dinner, five ultrasounds, 140 and every penny goes towards loving mothers and babies. So when you become a monthly sponsor, you'll receive pictures and stories of lives. You've helped save to get involved, just dial pound two fifty, say the keyword baby. That's pound two fifty, keyword baby. Or visit preborn.com slash back. That's preborn.com slash back. Sponsored by Preborn.
2: Join the conversation. 727 Beck, the Glenn Beck program. All right, Mother's Day is this weekend, and you know you need to get the bombs in your life some flowers, right? Well, of course. Uh, but what are you going to do with that? Well, you can get her some regular flowers. You could stop at the gas station on the way to her house and hope they haven't completely wilted by the time that you get to the house. Uh, you don't want to do that. This year, Mother's Day is here, and you can make it even more special by getting something great from Books. Books, short B O U Q S, it's short for bouquet. Uh, of course, you can use the code BLAZE and you'll save. 20 percent on your order which is great but even better than that is the are the flowers that you're going to be getting your mom when you uh, go through books they're different these flowers are sourced directly from the best farms i've told you just a couple weeks ago i got my wife books and those books are still hanging out on our counter looking great two weeks later you don't get that from everybody they have all sorts of really cool flowers the the, the traditional ones they've got flowers grown on the side of a volcano they have a great selection of unique designs that you're never going to find on those other sites. Uh, pick mom's favorite tulips or lilies and bright and beautiful bouquet uh, to make up for all those gray hairs you've given her over the years. Mother's Day is this weekend. Don't let it sneak past you. Order your books now. Check out their flower subscription as well, which is really cool. Uh, you can give her the best Mother's Day she's ever had at B-O-U-Q-S dot Use the promo code Blaze. B-O-U-Q-S dot com. The promo code Blaze. Mother's Day is Sunday. Don't miss out. Books Promo code Blaze.
0: Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. Next week is going to be a very important week on uh, this broadcast and on Blaze TV. I am going to be uh, doing two things. One, I am going to be doing a show on Wednesday, Wednesday TV on AI. Everything you need to know. And Tristan Harris, Tristan Harris is joining me. Uh, By the way, he is my podcast this Saturday. We talk about AI He's the guy who quit at Google many years ago. He was the ethicist there. He was one of the lead ethicists on AI and, he, and social media. And he said, guys, what you guys are doing, you're, this is way unethical. You're not even thinking about the effect on society. He quit and has become quite a crusader. He is the probably the best mind on what's coming with AI. He told me that every the whole thing is collapsed on how long is it gonna take for AGI, artificial general intelligence, which everyone is terrified. He said he believes now kind of the consensus is in maybe the next two to five years. Everything changes. You need to hear that podcast. It's available blaze now, tomorrow, wherever you get your podcasts. The Glenn Beck Program.